Okay, recording, go. G'day and welcome to the bar. As always, you're joined by Nick, leading the pack. You've got Georgia on the side, co-host, guest, you know, it's all the same now. Co-host, lovely co-host, Georgia Dixon. Georgia. Founding co-host. So true. Very very ballsy of me to... Yeah, yeah, to lead the pack. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. You know, they always put the the best at the back anyway to help along the stragglers. Age before beauty or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, although you're not young. I mean, you are younger than me. I am beautiful. Anyway, anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> We're back here to talk about our favourites of the week, as per usual. As per usual. Georgia, you always go first, so... Well, I'll, I'll let you this week. Okay. Yep. Why? Because you know it's about you? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, now I don't want to give it to her, but my favourite is a compliment of Georgia being... This is very rare. Yeah, well, it look, it's hard to not give this compliment. The, mm-hmm. My favourite of the week is Georgia's family cheesecake recipe and also George's execution of this cheesecake on the weekend Mm -hmm. beautiful so on saturday we had a bit of a adult dinner party at a friend's (laughs) house we got all the couples together and had a very nice wine dinner everyone brought a plate um everyone made something georgia made the most incredible cheesecake it is beautiful it is amazing. I hate to be so kind, but it is so good. <laughs> this is the nicest you've ever been to me. Yeah. It is a, what do you call that style in New York? Like, it's just classic yeah, cookie and Yeah, like a classic cheese. cheesecake. Yeah, non-baked. Can't tell yeah. you anything. Yeah, so it's, it's not baked. Georgia won't confirm or deny, but I'm telling you, just by <laughs> texture and eating it, it, there's no way it's baked. Um, tasted microwaved, actually. Microwaved? No, 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 no that's rude. I don't um, know. Make a good... Have you ever made a mug um, cake? They never work for me. I've oh, tried. really? They, they are always bad. <laughs> okay. Well, you can make good things in the microwave. Okay. But yes, this is a top <clears throat> secret. Like your cheesecake? I can't tell you. Can't okay. confirm or deny. It's yeah. a very top secret family recipe mm-hmm. that people have been asking for for years and years and years. Um, <laughs> only my mum and me know it. Oh, and your grandmother knows? Yeah, 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 and my grandmother. Your mum's not. Yeah. Yeah. Deceased. <laughs> um, so the only two people alive okay. is me and my okay. mum, is what yeah. I meant by that, sorry. Um, not even my stepdad, who, and they've been married for almost 10 years now. Wow. So it's very tightly held secret. Nor your two sisters. Nor my two sisters. Right. We were actually joking the other night because I was telling them that I cooked it for you. Mm. And they said, well, what we really should do is erase our memories and then she should know the base and I should know the middle or vice versa. And we should cook or like them at different times and then each of us only know half the recipe and that would be a really top secret. Oh, wow. And then it only works when you come together. It only works when we come together. Yeah. So then you'd have to like kidnap both of us mm. to find mm. out the recipe yeah it, i'm glad you liked it so much it is it is really good it's my favorite food so at the dinner table we were we were postulating some potential ideas as to why it was so good um i don't know if anyone knows but back in the day sometimes recipes for like cakes and stuff used to have the weirdest things like mm, mm. like mayonnaise was actually really common in cakes mm. so my theory is that there's something off piste there that we don't use anymore mm-hmm. like a mayonnaise creme fraiche something odd mm-hmm. um we had a bloke at the dinner table <laughs> who was re- he grew up in new york oh not new york just in the u.s right daniel no he only went to the u.s for a couple of years recently oh, okay. oh 
Okay. But I think his mum makes a cheesecake. <laughs> okay. He also postulates to know a lot of American cheesecake yes, lore. Yes, yes, that's why. Because uh, there were critiques. Yeah, he was but, the only one with any additions. He said top three, which wasn't good enough for Georgia. No, 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 no. That's quite the letdown. <laughs> it's only number one from anyone I've ever made it for. That's true. And That sounds really up myself, but... No, when he did say top three, I was like, oh, wow. That's a, that's almost rude. Whereas like, if, <laughs> if I meant something, someone said top three, I'd be like, thank you. That's kind. Um, but he suggested adding a coolie on top, and mm-hmm. Georgia didn't take to that very kindly, and uh, he's now dead. <laughs> so Georgia killed him. <laughs> yeah. So if I make you a cheesecake, do not offer any suggestions. No critiques, no additions. Shut up and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But no serious news. Yeah, it was I'm glad great. you really liked it. It was great. We all we all brought something. So this is a bit of a throwback to a couple of episodes ago, but Plessis was talking about when you went on your birthday yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and you went to a cheese making course and so he made halloumi, mm. which I have to say it is the best halloumi I've ever had. Wow. So the compliments are a two-way street. Is today. that true? Yeah. Yeah. Hands ah, down the best. I could do it better. Was... It needed more salt. Okay. Okay. Well then do better. Yeah. I will happily try it. Okay. And give my feedback. That's very kind. Yeah. It was in like a beautiful, like olive oily type thing. It was And there were, looked like rosemary or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I, was in it? I made it from scratch. It's actually very easy. You can actually tell us the recipe. Sure. Yeah, this one, <laughs> I, you know what? Because I don't own any resonant. Um, I'm not secreting. Now it's suddenly top secret. No, no, it's just the a recipe line. you got from a course that you did that is readily available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's actually super simple. You get unhomogenized milk, add. This thing called rennet, add calcium chloride, boil it, strain it, do all this stuff to it, put it through a cheesecloth, mm-hmm. cut it up, cook it. It's yeah. actually really easy. It mm. takes probably like three hours. It's mm-hmm. not a quick thing, but for cheese making, it's quick. Boy, it was worth it. Yeah, and it was really I nice. I do have to tell you, it was great. And I also made an eggplant parm. Yes, that was amazing too. We yeah. need to do a recipe share other than mine. <laughs> So everyone but you. So you gain knowledge and, yep. and yeah, you don't get um, Yeah, an eggplant palm, which is kind of like a lasagna, except instead of pasta noodles, it's like fried sheets of eggplant. Did you do it in the air fryer? No. Oh, how'd you do it? Just straight oh, up in, the pan. in peanut or vegetable oil. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So unhealthy because I wanted it to be good. Mm. But you know what? Most stuff that comes out of the air fryer still tastes pretty good. So maybe if I was making it at home for like a regular meal. I would air fry it just, you know, to be a bit easier on the cows. Yeah, you should try the air fryer. It's it, great because oh, you don't want to know how much cheese was in that thing. <laughs> oh, no. So much mozzarella, so much parmesan, but, you know, cheese is flavor, fat is flavor, as they say. Oh, fat tastes great. Yeah, that's why salt the mayonnaise in your cake mom... is so good. <laughs> my mum says salt and fat makes everything taste better. Yeah. Which, which she's right. She's right. And I think my that... favorite of the week. Did we yeah. not already just do two of them? Yeah. <laughs> your third one. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. What <laughs> was my favourite of the week, your halloumi? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, this, the one thing I did want to put out into the universe, my favourite of the week is Good Samaritans. Oh, wow. And that's because I lost my wallet in the last week. Unsurprising. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you've changed, but you also, you also always used to be losing stuff. Okay. Didn't you? Maybe. I think so. Maybe. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, lost a few things here and there. Yeah. I've had a few Opal cards. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and I lost my wallet the other week because I was getting the bus because I'm, you know, trying to be going to the gym more often, mm. and I was really busy, so I couldn't go in the morning. It's so a I was sign like, you should stop. I'll going go to the at gym. lunchtime. Exactly. <laughs> it's a sign to stop going to the gym and stop going on buses. Yeah. Because I get the train to union to work, and so I got the bus to go to the gym. Um, and 
because I was unfamiliar with the route, it randomly stopped and it was like end of the line when I thought it was actually going further. So I was in like a fluster and must have stood up and not looked behind me, which is what I usually do like when I get off the train and dropped my wallet. Oh, no. And uh, so I immediately blocked my cards. Um, Westpac, amazing app. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not a plug, but you can like just lock them temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. And then... um, Someone handed it in within 24 hours. To I where? had it back. Must have handed it to the bus driver, I reckon, because I had to go pick it up from the bus depot. Someone called you from the bus depot? Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. How'd they get your number? Uh, so I'd submitted a request form, like a lost property form online. To New South Wales Transport. To New South Wales Transport. No. So if you've lost something, you can do that. I've, okay, I have lost this wallet twice. <laughs> <laughs> there but we both go. times it's come back. Yeah, Good Samaritans. So Good Samaritans, thank you to whoever out there handed in my wallet because it's actually so expensive to replace everything in your wallet. 100%. Like, a license, expensive student card, expensive my gym card. Yeah, gym card. Things. My airports are in there too. Your wallet, wow. Yep. That would be bad. You just never really think about the cost to actually replace those things. Yeah. Let alone like the money that you could lose when you lose a wallet, but the cost to then replace everything. Even the wallet. Yeah, Even exactly. if you don't have a special wallet, it's like... It's a really nice one I've had for years. I've yeah. Loved it. But someone walked into the room just before we started recording and I was telling them this story yeah. and they were like, well, good things happen in threes. And I was like, oh no. Have you had anything else could happen? No, but because I've lost my wallet twice already. Oh, so he you've said, got one you're going to lose your wallet again, but it will come back. And then never again. And then, <laughs> and then I have to hold on to everything. Never again. I feel like there's nothing in wallets anymore to really hold on to. Like what's, what's a thief going to do with your license? AirPods, definitely. Your wallet, if it's a nice one. Yeah. yeah. But like your cards... I've always thought that if I was to get mugged, like, don't take my license. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Impersonate me? Like, take take the money if the, I if I have any cash. It's more like back in the day when you had yeah. to carry cash and not yeah, cards. Because, yeah. yeah, I had $5 in it and that was still there. Yeah. What are you going to do with 5 bucks? Like, you don't you don't want yeah. the, the crime against your name. It's Just give diff- it in. It's way different these days. Because, like, it's way more expensive to, like, lose your phone or your laptop. Cheers to people for not stealing my stuff. Thanks, That's my favourite of the week. <laughs> Uh, today we speak to the wonderful Lauren. She is the vice president of skills competitions. So at on the LSS, she runs you know the big dogs, uh, <laughs> WinX, um, client interview negotiations. Also some of the smaller ones like paper presentation and mediation competition. Uh, Lauren has you know incredible experience in these comps. Before this, she was the director of client interview. And after our interview, she had to run off to go judge the semis for the competition. So she is super involved, knows a lot about knows a lot about what she's talking about, and is here to give a voice to the skills comps. So welcome, Lauren, to the bar. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Lauren, we'll start with the first question we ask all our guests. Yes. If you could bring one person to the bar, who would it be? I think it'd probably be my nonna. Just I um. I last saw her in 2012, and I just a lot's happened since then. So I think it'd be really good to see with speak with her again um, about where I'm at in life, and I'd love her advice on many different facets. So yeah, I think that would be my answer. That's probably, nice. Yeah, That's really nice. I think it's so important to speak to older generations and get that advice for a different yeah. time period. Was she a bit of an advisor for you? Yeah, oh, yeah except when I was I was twelve. So okay. and I'm not sure how useful advice is when you're at that age. So yeah. I feel like I would value it a lot more now. Mm. Um, and there was just some advice that I could never get from her at that age anyway. So yeah. 
yeah, it would be good to speak to her now. Clearly yeah. it was even powerful then, if you remember that. Yeah. I can't remember one piece of advice I was given when I was 12. Also, there was nothing important I was thinking about it. <laughs> you know, I was, I was still upset about, you know, getting out in handball. Yeah. <laughs> I was still pissed about that or hurting my hand. But, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Nice. Great yeah. answer. Nice. A very nice answer. We're getting a lot of, you know, heartwarming answers recently. Yeah. yeah. As opposed yeah. to our silly <laughs> Michael Jordan type <laughs> answers. A bloke who has nothing to do with me or good care to meet with me. Well, it still would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. So. Clearly, I guess, a way higher calibre than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Must be an IQ thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, as you all know, the reason we have Lauren on today is to be talking about competitions that the LSS runs. Uh, which we are here to, and I've been specifically told to hype up the competition grand finals, which start next week. Yes. That's right. So Lauren is our vice president of skills competitions. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Recently divided into your own role. That's right. Previously vice president of all competitions, Mm -hmm. which now lets the people in Lauren's role focus more on the skills side of of the uh, LSS competitions. Um, We have competitions starting next week. What do we have on? So next week we have... As you said, the grand finals. So Tuesday we have client interview. Uh, it will be held. So it's sponsored by Allens this year. Nice. Uh, we're very grateful for their continued support of the competitions. Uh, so we'll have Allens on Tuesday, the eleventh of May, from six thirty at their office. Witness examination grand final will be at UTS on Thursday, the thirteenth of May, from around six thirty as well. And we also have our InterVarsity Negotiations competition on the 16th of May online. Uh, So the registration link will be put out on our Facebook page. So definitely keep an eye out for that and you can register your attendance there. Beautiful. Beautiful. So I think if anyone is looking at getting an introduction to any of these competitions, uh, one of the best things you can do is actually attend these things. But Mm -hmm. just maybe a step back, Lauren, can you give us a bit of an explainer on what comps that are under your portfolio? Yes. Uh, so, as I said, we have client interview, uh, and that is really a simulated uh, conference in which teams uh, of two interview a potential client and uh, for the first time, and the objective is to clearly ascertain their legal problem uh, or problems and offer them some preliminary advice. We it, have. It's kind of like... When you first got a client into your office, it's the Mm. initial sit-down, right? That's right. Yes, that's exactly right. So all you really receive before the interview is a a memo Mm. and just has a few lines from the secretary as to why they've called. Uh, And, yeah, that's all you're going off when you go into the interview. Mm. So I guess it can be kind of um, a bit daunting and you don't know know about their legal problem um, in offering that initial advice, but it is a very important skill. It's the first step in developing rapport with a client so definitely a valued uh competition yeah yeah, definitely. yeah so normally you would get what like a little piece of paper that's like john had been yes hurt in an accident in, in a motorcycle accident and yeah. then you've got to ask yeah. john what the hell happened right yes or even john has been hurt on a on a mechanical bull and yeah that's, so you have to go with that information um and go from there but yeah re- really only a sentence and there's a wealth of, like, mm. facts that you're trying to uncover, right? That's yeah. right. So yeah. they'll give you an initial story and there are secret facts you need to uncover in that interview. Uh, you need to ask the right questions and to be able to offer that advice later on. Yeah, and I believe it's marked on a score sheet. Yes. What sort of things are the judges looking for? Yes. So uh, working atmosphere is a really important 
component. Mm -hmm. So how well you're able to develop a relationship with the client, whether they trust you to actually uh, open up to you. Uh, Another important component would be, it's called alternative causes of action. It's really just the advice you offer, what um, solutions you offer to the client, whether they're appropriate to their needs. Uh, And I guess another really important component would be as I've said, the way you've analysed their, their question, the kind of questions you ask, their problem, sorry, and way you handle moral and ethical issues. Sometimes the client might come to you and they've been involved with illicit drug use, for example, mm-hmm. um, or a host of other sensitive issues. So the way you manage that is a really important component as well. So, mm-hmm. so that seems to be a lot that the judges are looking for, a bit yeah. daunting, particularly for first-year students or second-year students yeah. who haven't actually done many legal subjects or even I would have no idea really what how to give legal advice is it still a good competition for those people yeah definitely it definitely is I think the it's not so much about the legal advice as it is about the way you conduct the interview it's about your interviewing skills but uh as we'll get into a bit later I'm sure there are junior competitions which are specifically designed for first years uh in mind so it definitely is something for anyone to get involved irrespective of your level of skill Mm. so for sure yeah it's a great first competition to get involved in i think it was the first one i ever did oh really yeah and i remember the first week it we knew that the client had gotten injured and that was all we knew and then we found out that how they got injured was a pig had jumped out at them (laughs) oh i think i know that (laughs) (laughs) and so the and i had to really stifle a laughter to try and act professionally because it was just so unexpected there are always rogue questions like there was one of a steak getting stolen by a um what are those what are those things called those like it's like you you control them they're like a helicopter (laughs) a drone a drone yeah Yeah. (laughs) sorry i don't know why that slipped my mind a steak getting stolen by a drone and you had to give advice on that or even um ghosts in your house i didn't know how to give advice on that wow didn't we have to look at a case regarding ghosts were you in that class with me don't think so. Oh, what was it about? There was a case. Damn. Okay, I should come back to this. I, mm-hmm. I need to look it up. There was a case. You must have not been in my class. Maybe it was corpse. But there was a case where it, it was regarding like uh, the quality of a house that was sold, mm-hmm. and the uh, seller of the house actively knew or believed in their own mind that the house was haunted. So the, oh. the seller possessed information that would devalue a house, right? Yeah. Yep. Let's forget that whether or not ghosts are real for a second. In the eyes of the law, the seller possessed information that could devalue the house, and that wasn't passed on to the buyer. So the court had to consider whether or not the fact that it was a haunted location uh, and the active withholding of that information meant anything. And I'm pretty sure it was. I, I should come back well. to this. Well, actually, yeah. that's interesting, because that was the crux of the issue in the client. Beautiful, uh, yeah. 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 So... That was int- that's interesting. Yeah, so the court had to decide in this weird way, which was like, we're not saying they do exist, we're not saying they're not, on the understanding that whether or not they're real, someone who believes in ghosts would think this va- this property is now worth less. Mm. We operate on that understanding. Mm. Really cool. Wow. There's some that's amazing things the court has to deal with. Yeah. Really <laughs> strange Amazing, questions to annoying, questions. you know, yeah. <laughs> it just depends how you see it. The meat drone is making me think of that news story about someone that sent a drone to go and get a bunning sausage. I've heard, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so clearly they're all based on like they're, real they're cases. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Now I'm thinking that these are all really based on true scenarios. <laughs> that's great though. Good, Probably. good practical yeah. experience for weird scenarios yeah. that do come up. That, mm. Yeah. What's the What's the bunning drone story? 
something that literally happened in real life. I, it was a couple of years ago. I don't remember the exact facts, but I think someone sent a drone to Bunnings with like some money hanging off it. Oh like, yeah. Please send me back a snag, and they did, and then they got into trouble. Maybe from the, I don't remember, but like the council. It or ended someone. up being a legal issue. Um. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Weird. I don't, I don't think, think it ever home. went to court or, you know, don't hold me to that. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. We should look up. We should look that Sounds up. Sounds weird. Why would they be? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, the future to me. Um, but yeah, that's great. So that's one of our first. Oh, yeah. I just, just had a quick Google. He faced a $9,000 fine for using his drone to pick uh, up the sausage. Because I think you're only meant to use your the airspace that you own. I think so it's a breach of um, some laws if you use a drone within 30 metres of people. Yeah. And there's other rules as well. Actually, we're doing this at a tech subject. Lame. <laughs> well, actually, in for the client interview, we had to research a bit into aviation. with uh, So not aviation, um, just a bit of the laws around drones to be able to advise the client as well. Mm. So oh. that was really interesting. I, I'm not sure if that was like entirely necessary, but we saw a drone and did do a bit of a look into that law. So, yeah, you can't be near people, and I'm pretty sure you can't hover over private property so you could yeah, be no, in like a right. public park but you couldn't you can't fly your drone over the neighbors um yeah it's about right. like privacy yeah, it's and like spying yeah. on people yeah and you can't fly over certain like you know like army bases and other yeah. government buildings you also yeah. own the air above your property to a certain point yeah to a certain point before planes level yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere between a few centimeters off the ground and thousands of feet yes i'm right on it yeah <laughs> we, did, we did something like that in commercial it's a long time ago and below as well but yeah yeah. Some of the below. Some, Some of the below, or it's the property of the crown. If yep. you find if you find good stuff in your oh, in your residential okay. property, it's property yes. of the crown. Mm. There we go. If you find goodies. None of this podcast <laughs> is legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> we should have disclosed <laughs> that at the beginning. Nor necessarily legally correct. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you can tell from the tone that we're not sure if, if you it's find right. any goodies, it might belong to the crown. <laughs> there was a case about that. Yeah, there I was. I do remember that. There was. But it might have been a certain day. Who knows? It was also two, three years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That, that legal knowledge hasn't stayed in our brain. <laughs> um, next up, next, yep. we've got Widex. Yes, I Widex. think one of the coolest comps that are on offer. No diss to the other ones. I My personal favourite is Negs or Mooding, but mm-hmm. Widex is the coolest. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about Widex? Yes, so witness examination um, involves competitors acting as counsel in a court. So the aim is to construct a plausible and convincing case uh, while simultaneously discrediting that of your opponent, opposing counsel. So basically each competitor has their own witness um, and they must, who they must lead in what's called an um, examination in chief and they must also then cross-examine the opponent's witness. Uh, and I think that's, yeah, really the overview of the competition there. Um, it's kind of like that section that you always see in movies mm. and TV shows where the lawyers are up there asking the witness questions. And you can't yes. handle the truth. <laughs> It's that type of... It's that area of the court whenever you're interacting with witnesses. Not that amount of drama. No, you can. But it really can can escalate to that in in a Widex. Um, People... Like, I know some um, witnesses get really into the character, Mm. really... Even in client interview, but everyone really adopts the character. So that's why it's so fun to be in that simulated court setting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's... Unlike the other competitions, it's kind of a one-person competition in a sense. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the competitor is the lawyer who has a client who they examine and then they also examine the client from the other side. But yep. they're the witness, sorry, not the client. Yeah. Uh, the witness. And yeah, like George said, it's it's that 
movie scene where you got to interview the other side's witness and your witness and you're trying to get out that evidence and trying to, you know, prove what they said contradicts with what they'd said previously and, you know, mm. you murdered her is ultimately <laughs> yeah. what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Catch them in a lie. Yeah. Yeah, ask <laughs> lots it. of questions to build up a story. Yeah. And then undercut them. Yeah, and there's, there's so much character work that comes into a lot of that stuff. It's a lot of creative thinking as mm. well. Sure. I remember being George's witness, actually. We had a really interesting question on our, the client, me, was mm-hmm. meant to be dressed as Avatar. Do you remember? Like from, from um, the Alien the, oh, the movie. Yeah, the, the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the, this like was the a party. weird case, actually. It was um, like the client was accused, or the witness was accused of indecent exposure. Because mm-hmm. um, his pants fell and down. I remember, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, the, on the crosswalk. I yeah. did that and too. I, yeah, and I remember Georgia was like, you were wearing Hessian bag pants. And yep. they were falling down all night. And I was what, is, like, what is Hessian bag? Hessian, like the Hessian, like brown, like canvas sort of thing. Okay. So some of the avatars do wear cloth and yeah. some don't. Okay. And so part of my story was that he was that type of avatar. So it wasn't indecent exposure because he was actually covered. And so you get to make up a few facts as well. So you can't contradict what's actually in the facts, but you can come up with other things. Yeah. And then there was a discussion about. The person that saw the indecent exposure was in the car, but they were a few a cars officer. back. Oh, yeah, a police officer, mm. and but a few cars back. So there was also a question of what, were their headlights on from the car at the front? Which way were they facing when their pants did drop? Yeah. That sort of thing. And so you can str- not stretch the truth, but um, creatively argue. You give yes, some colour to the situation. Colour the story, That's yeah. Awesome. And then the policeman will, might say something different. Yeah. yeah, it's about having that stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, that's example. what you have in court, right? Conflicting mm. evidence from two different parties, and the court has to figure out, okay, well, the truth might be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But who extracted the best evidence is yep. ultimately how it's judged. Mm. Um, there was another good one about um, impersonating a police officer. Yes, and I remember that one. It was like oh, yeah. a dr- they had said that they were dressing up for a party. Yes. I don't think it was Halloween, but it might have been... Just some... Uh, yeah, something... It was, a, it was a guy smoking a cigarette outside a party and he asked yeah. the girl's number who was famous. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, remember yeah. it better than I yes. Yeah. I yeah. you were a witness. I was a witness that yeah, year. Yeah, 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 The same year you competed. Um, yeah, great one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then it was a matter of was he impersonating a police officer and getting her number because she thought he was a police officer yeah. or because she wanted to give it to him because she thought he was cute or something like that. And now she's, yeah, trying to change her mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That was another interesting one. That was a good one. Yeah. It's They're great. all really good. Yeah, yeah. Winnex is very cool. I think um, if any of this sounds interesting to you, definitely worth checking out all of these comps yes. over the grand final week ne- and this week. And you're at law school for so many years, you can try them all out. Mm. We've... Most of us have tried them all out yeah. in some way or another. Yeah. 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 I mean, and yeah, no, you go. Oh, I was just going to say the other thing about Widex is you only get the question a little bit of time before yes, that's right. you actually compete. So I th- it's about, um, there's about an hour before your round is scheduled, um, or an hour and a half, where you have the questions released to you. And in that time, that's you prep your witness for the um, your round, which will then commence an hour later. So, yeah, mm. that's right. So you, you don't have a lot of time to prepare. Um, so it's really about that on-the-spot thinking and preparation. Um, yeah. 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 It's definitely a very good comp. Yeah. Were you guys present for the grand final, the one that I was witnessing in? 
where I was the sex trafficker or something. I was yeah, I watched I was oh, accused yes. of yeah. that was the grand slavery. Final. Yeah, the yeah, grand final question. That was horrible. That was a, a complex. I got question. absolutely shafted by this question. <laughs> there was no way to come out of it. The facts were so against me. That was the worst. Yeah. And everyone just called me a slave owner, and I said, "Yep, you know what? It was me." What was the actual facts of it? Do you remember? Oh, Didn't the you facts have, like, were someone horrible. Working for you? Yeah, and so you, weren't, you the, had their passport. The character yeah. I was had to play was that he operated this business in which he. Uh, operated a brothel, which is legal in New South Wales, as we learnt last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that wasn't an issue with the question. The issue was that he was getting these people over from, I think, Southeast Asia, somewhere around there, bringing these women in, um, paying for them to come over. There was a question over whether they fully knew the scope of what they would be doing when they came over. Also, when they came over, my character took their passport, didn't really let them leave without security guard, stuff like that. And, and what was put to my cl- me by the Crown was... I was a slave owner. Mm. I had committed the crime of slavery um, by, yeah, keeping these women trapped. And, you know, uh, my representative had to argue, you know, no, the bodyguard who leaves with her is ensuring her safety. It was never really going to work. (laughs) It was a tough question. It was a tough question. Tough question. But super, super kind of fun, weirdly. I don't know. (laughs) Because it's so odd that it's like, it's fun to chat about. Mm. Yeah. A good way if you don't want to start off straight away in CI or WIDEX competing is you can actually yes. volunteer. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we have volunteering opportunities in client interview and witness examination. I think we've briefly talked about it already. So you could either be a client or a witness. Uh, and it is a good way to understand the dynamic of the competition without competing yourself. So it's definitely been a really good opportunity for the first and second year students that would like to compete in the junior competitions later on in the year. Uh, and I always say this for the Brennan program, but you can get um, LTS hours through um, volunteering as well. So it is a good way to sort of kill two birds in one stone in that way. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. There's a few different approaches people take. I think some people either will have maybe like a go-to client that they always have for like Widex maybe, um, or they'll just be like a part of a pool that gets picked up from, right? Yes, yes. So in witness in witness examination, you can choose uh, your own witness. I think in client interview, we try to choose the we choose the client just because they're meant to be an impartial person. Mm. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So yeah. You, unlike the witness in Widex, <laughs> opposite yes. of impartial, yes. yeah, won't give the other side anything unless they have to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but we will supply a witness um, if they if it's necessary. So we do have a pool of witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to cool. compete in that and you don't have someone. To be your witness. Yeah. Well, and that takes us to... Yeah, the next of the big three, mm-hmm. I would yes. say, for skills. Um, negotiations. Yes, or negs, as we've always heard. Just bring in the, yeah, the colloquialisms. But, yes, yeah, so a negotiation <laughs> revolves... Um, so it revolves around a hypothetical legal dispute. So you're in teams of two. Um, so it'll be you and another person. You're both lawyers representing a client, and the other side will be two lawyers representing a client as mm. well. And this client doesn't really exist, right? It's just on paper. Yes, yeah. just yeah. A, just a hypothetical client. So um, you're given a set of common facts. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of runs you through what the general dispute is, and then the client, the hypothetical client that you're representing, you have a set of confidential facts, and that's basically the instructions they've given you their um, side of the story and what they really want out of the negotiation. Mm. So each team will have a different set of confidential facts That's for right. their own respective clients. Yeah. And they will both see the common facts. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And normally it gives, like, 
the really the real like juicy information mm, yes. to the story. Like I might be add a little spice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like I might be a medical practitioner and someone's threatening to sue me, mm-hmm. right, for something I did wrong. And then maybe one of my secret facts is I'm already being sued by someone else. And if the other side knew that, it would be really bad. Mm-hmm. But there are certain instances where you actually maybe want to give that information up, right? So like so, some part of what it's scored on is how you work together, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Working yeah. with the other team and then also how well your team asks questions to find out those secret facts from the other team. Yeah. And often they will align. Like I've definitely done one where on one side they had a company and all their staff, there was really low morale and it was just really sad. They were having financial difficulties um, and, yeah, the staff were not having a good time. But the other team, um, they actually happened to have just bought a private island or were operating a hotel on this private island, something like that. And so one of the solutions was the people from the company that had low morale got to go to that hotel for like a weekend or something. That's a good one. So there's often, I don't know, three to five points that that you'll be negotiating about. Yeah. And often by getting those secret facts out, it actually helps both parties. Mm -hmm. And that's coming to a mutually beneficial agreement yes. yeah. is the key yes. word there. I had, I had one where um, I think it was that same doctor one that I think he, his son wanted an iPhone and yep. then the yep. other person had been given like two or three iPhones ra- by accident. Yeah. like, <laughs> oh, my son needs an iPhone. <laughs> and then that helps you come to a conclusion. You know, there, there's some stuff you can use in some which, you know, Maybe. Aren't as important, like the yeah. phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's great. Me and Georgia actually have a storied experience in negotiations. In our mm-hmm. first year, we went against each other on opposite teams in um, junior negotiations. Yep. Back in 2017, I lost. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about Wait, so it. Have we? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Not yes. on this year of the bar. Maybe last year. When Maybe Justin last year. Thing. So what round? Like, did, was this a general round? Grand final. No, the grand, grand final. final. We had. Really? We were. We hadn't versed we, each other, and the we were undefeated time. the whole comp. We undefeated. Both teams were undefeated. Both teams were undefeated. Wow. We hadn't versed each other the whole comp. Just somehow, it was the ultimate face-off. Ultimate. That's face what I was going to say. It yeah. was the ultimate face-off. And, and we were good friends at the time. Like we yeah. were all, all four of us were in the same group. Like we hung out all the time. Mm. And there was this big lead-up. You know, the two undefeated champions. We were the underdogs. They were the people who were. <laughs> what you, what's the opposite of an underdog? Like pick to win. Yeah, 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 they were favourites. They favorites were the favourites. Yeah. Um, there was one round where you scored fifty out of fifty or something. Forty nine yeah, out of fifty. I don't think it was perfect. It was pretty close. Yeah, almost fifty out of fifty. Um, so they were definitely the favourites going in, and we had all these memes in the lead up. It was, it was a great really time. fun. It was yeah. really cool. There, were, wow, there was that... lots of memes in Manitoba. Yeah, and I think About we it. lost mostly on the reflection. Yeah. Unfortunately. In like the last two minutes, you suggested some. It was. A dispute between a soccer player and a club, and a club, mm. and I think we were the club. I think so. And you were the soccer player, and then in like the last two minutes, you came back and were like, "Oh, maybe let's do a sponsorship deal and come up with some new soccer boots." <laughs> so part, <laughs> part, part of part of it was a really good idea. Yeah, it was just too late in the game. And <laughs> there was it was also put to us that made by the judges that maybe we weren't in the place to be suggesting deals. That was probably your position yeah. as as club. Yeah. Anyway, um, we learned a lot from that. Yeah, 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 fun. yeah. Part, part of the most fun thing, I think, about Negs is that you're also uh, encouraged to come up with creative solutions to the problem. So mm. not only is mm. it, like, 
oh, do you have anyone that could use an island? Like, mm, yeah. also, with, and that is pretty creative, but also, like, you know, you're, you're encouraged to think outside the box um, when it makes sense. And apparently yep. it didn't make the most <laughs> sense, but um, we tried. Uh, we've it was we've good moved time. on. We're good friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> no, it was great, though. I, I, yeah, yeah, it was I a great experience. Yeah, he's one of my... Is my favorite yeah soft spot everyone has a favorite yeah Yeah. what's your favorite you have soft spot CII yeah I'm a client interview well I I always say I feel like so witness examination is very adversarial Mm. and I feel like I'm Mm. more of someone that's I oh if you're a lawyer always it's always going to be adversarial but I just personally prefer more of um yeah CI how much more personable it is and building Mm. client relationships yes I think I am a CI person I do like negs as well Mm. um what's yours yeah, next. next or yeah. mooding, but you know, oh, it's not a me. skills no. comp. Yeah. yeah or comps in general, yeah. Yeah. Next I put CI at the end of, yeah, very friendly, let's yeah. be nice. Widex, the complete opposite. Widex yeah. is intense. And then Negs is like a good spot in the middle. I agree. Because it yeah. can get a bit adversarial, often, you know, fighting over money, that get, always gets yeah. a bit rough. Heated. Um, yeah, heated. Yeah. Um, but the creative solutions, thinking outside the box, it's a lot of fun. You can actually We've had kind some of, crazy solutions. Yeah, <laughs> you can kind of play both sides within one whole season of negs. Yeah. You can have yep. a, mo- a neg, sorry, where you're pretty adversarial and then one where you're pretty calm. Mm-hmm. just kind of depends how you're feeling or yeah, what you yeah. think is a good strategy. Mm. Yeah, and the other side as well. You, know, so you never know. They you could know. They could come in really hot and then you feel like you have to match them. That's and suddenly right. you get angry. Yeah, mm. well, then sometimes I've had, like, um, negs where every, the other side is just so amicable and you're just in that mood, so it's just such a friendly, I don't know, so... Oh, uh, yeah, we've had a few, but then, then, but then, then when the you walk end. all over them, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you get everything you need from yeah, them. Yeah, right. And then they get scored really bad. Yeah, <laughs> take advantage. Oh, you yeah. have to. I think what the yeah, and I think it's fake. Yeah, I think what the best thing about it is is that you get to you know think about these things, right? It's not Mm. like you have to do this, you have to do that. If your strategy for getting the best for your client is that, let's see how you go, right? You might get marked pretty poorly Mm. if your scene's like too Machiavellian. That's right. Or maybe you did a lot for your client and you weren't, you know you're still ethical about it. Mm. So it, I think it's great that you get that a lot balance, of scope yeah. to kind of play the field and do what you want to do and yep. see how that pays off. So yeah. There's a lot of openness to do what you want to do, which is sick. Mm. Yeah, and I like it because you're interacting with the other team. Yeah. A lot of the other comms, you don't really do that. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's so many power plays. Like the classic <laughs> power play used to be um, normally for an... Uh, uh, and for a neg for a neg you'll write up an agenda mm-hmm. and there was a question of who gets to write the agenda right oh I'll write the agenda or, or there yeah, used to be the, there used to be this introduction that you guys would do that Georgia would do which was um oh yeah hi welcome to our office yeah oh and my there, god that's the power play and there was office. so much in that because it implies you were in my office you were out of your home ground yep. and you were on the back foot so mm-hmm. welcome to my office how mm-hmm. was it getting here you flustered oh. from your taxi trip <laughs> <laughs> that's such a subtle tactic though that's so yeah, it kind of works moves. it really it, it kind of works because then if you're like the person welcoming someone to your office it makes sense to you also kind of maybe lead the discussion yeah you tell us what the first point of the agenda is it just makes sense mm. i can definitely understand the power play and just being the first to make the icebreakers though i just yeah. feel like yeah. even in the judge's mind it looks like you have the upper hand in terms of the working atmosphere that you create and the i don't know but yeah i can see where you're coming mm. from but the, in in my office is an interesting tactic yeah <laughs> we had we had one where i complimented a girl's glasses mm. and she took it wrong oh and the timer had started, so this is, like, all going to our mm, point. Mm. 
and then thought that it was some sort of power play where I was being mean on the clock. And then it went really bad and my partner Josh would be like, Okay, he didn't mean it like that. Can we go to agenda point one? It was, yeah. Oh my it was God. really bad. <laughs> oh, damn. Made it through. We learned from that. We're we like, learned from that. Yeah, Don't do. compliment anyone. And that's the good thing with the skills comps and mooting as well. It's to replicate um, real skills. Mm. And that's I think that's what a lot of the benefit is. But also, it's just another, a really good way, as Georgia was saying earlier on, to get involved um build up your extracurricular because I know it can be so hard to find um, opportunities to add to your CV especially in Mm. terms of with work but this is just an opportunity that really anyone can do anyone can get involved in um, and it it's seen favorably by not just law firms but really any employer if you're getting involved in wider university life so yeah I think that's um yeah. Mm. And also, unlike mooting, these competitions don't require any real legal knowledge or legal research. Right. Skills comps, yeah. It's more about, yeah, developing skills, your mm. oral skills, thinking creatively, um, how you hold yourself, your manner, and professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. So there's way less preparation time. You can really fit it into your schedule. That's right, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's a great why, way to start. That's why I'm a big backer of the skills comps, especially to try and your earlier the yes, earlier yeah. part of your degree yeah. because, you know, when, when you're in your first and your second year, yeah, you have maybe a bit of pressure or you think, mm, am I ready to be in a comp where I have to do substantive legal research? In these ones, you don't, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the most exciting things about what we've got in these grand finals this week is that we're going to be back in person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. So if you are interested in getting to look at any of these comps, they're not on Zoom anymore. Now they're in person, which is great. Can't wait. Yeah, except for negotiations. Except for negotiations yes. on yes. a Sunday. But come and check them out. It's also at Allen's and Alan... the UTS. So yeah. if you go to the CI one, you get to go check out the offices. There's often HR reps and other people from the firm hanging around. Yeah, it's a good networking um, event as well. Yeah. Um, same with Widex. So, yeah, definitely come along. Yeah. And then maybe the last thing we'll touch on, if we're talking about, you know, younger students getting experience into the competitions. I think we have the mother of all introductory yes, yeah. uh, initiatives, which is the gauntlet. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. So the gauntlet, uh, the dates for this year, 31st of July and the 1st of August. So it's run over a weekend. And really what it is, we say it's called, it's like a boot camp-esque weekend. Yeah. So you really get to, you go through different workshops where you'll have the relevant director talking you through all the, ins, uh, giving you all the tips of how to, actually compete in these competitions and then you yourself get to compete in a round robin of each of the competitions. So as you just said, it is a really good way to get a taste for all the competitions and it's right before our junior competitions in spring. So you can really transition from there straight into junior comps. And so who can compete in the gauntlet? Yes. So uh, first and second years that Mm -hmm. haven't competed in any competitions before. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and over two days you get to experience the three skills comps and mooting and mooting and mooting. Yeah. So really, yeah, good opportunity to get involved in all the all the comps and get a real understanding of how they all work. Yeah, yeah, it's the best way to work out what's your favourite as well. Yeah, and sign up for for the spring competition. And yeah. it gives you a massive leg up if yeah, you want to get into the juniors. Yeah, um, massive you, competitive advantage. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, and it, yeah, it's great to get a little taster of all these things. 
figure out which one you don't like, which one you do. Maybe figure out if you and your partner worked well together. Or maybe maybe you're better at Widex alone. Um, yeah, I wish they did it when we started out. I wish. I think it's I think it's the best idea we've had that's been introduced to the LSS since we've started. It yeah. is it is great. It is so smart and really valuable. Clearly, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Do a senior gauntlet. <laughs> I'm advocating for it on the sly. No one oh, wants really? to, but oh yeah. But then a senior gauntlet. Can you have done a comp before? Yeah, yeah, it's just the best of the best. Who is an all-rounder? Wow. A real gauntlet, like the not an intro. the champion of champions. That would be yeah, like... it'd be like... That's sick. You know, like a triathlon? Yeah. Wow. But for competitions. So you get, yeah, who's Sponsored the best overall? <laughs> nice. No, we bix. <laughs> is it? How many do you do? I don't know what, who actually sponsored. Nutrigrain's oh, Nutri-Grain's Ironman. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, kind of. Yeah, Ironman's crazy. Yeah. Uh, as long as I don't have to run 42Ks and do all the other stuff in this gauntlet. Yeah. It so, was so fun. your idea is like the opposite of a gauntlet in the sense that it's not for introductory, it's for the end. It's yep. the best of the best. That is sick. That would be interesting. I think actually. we might have to do that. Uh, cool. <laughs> but, you know, for our younger listeners and mm. for anyone looking at getting involved, um, we have the gauntlet at the start of next semester. And then also, SEM 2 is really all about the junior competitions. Is that right? That's right. So, we have our weekly junior competitions next semester and for mooting as well. So, definitely keep a lookout on. You'll find all those details on Facebook. The registration form will be there. It'll be open for about a month as well, so there's plenty of time for you to consider and sign up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if any of these pique your interest, check out the grand finals on this week. Check out the information on the website. Probably drop a line to Lauren or any of the directors. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And uh, or even ask us if you run into us. We've mm-hmm. got a pretty good coverage of that stuff too. Definitely. Um, happy to answer any questions. Yeah, it's a great experience. And if you're an older student and you have competed before, mm. you'd be interested in judging. Yes. Also reach out to Lauren or the directors. We're always looking for judges and yeah. it really helps the competition. And it's fun. It yeah. is fun. I love judging because you get to kind of be in the competition without doing the work. Like yeah. that's the best about mooting because mooting takes so long to prep. Uh, you get to kind of moot, but also not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different good. perspective on comps as well. Yeah, yeah and no so. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no do I win or lose. You always win as the judge. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and, thank, yeah. yeah, for sure. I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Do you have any tips, tips. for people that are thinking about Getting into comps. Getting into comps, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, well, we've covered a lot of them. I think the, it's always good to start off with volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good way to kickstart your involvement. If you're one of the younger listeners, you haven't been, uh, you haven't volunteered this semester, you're, you're not uh, um, a disadvantage. You'll have, um, as we've just said, the gauntlet. So I think, yeah, just get as, in, generally just get in, as involved as you can um, and enjoy um, this aspect of uni life. Yeah. yeah. If I could say anything Great. on this point, it'd be, you know, have a crack. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Cool. We've all had a crack at a competition and never done it again. (laughs) (laughs) Done it once in first year and never gone back. Well, there you go. That's how you know. But yeah, you may as well. There's no way to know if you don't try. It's a bit of fun. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you for having me. All right. Very insightful. We better wrap it up there. I've been Georgia. I've been Nick. And we'll see you next time at the bar.